0: what's going on guys welcome to another episode of talking out my ass podcast if you guys are listening to this please do me a favor subscribe write a review and give me a five-star rating and share the show on your social media platforms my guest today is a fitness instructor and a personal trainer she has a health business called vitality way selling sea moss and superfoods she is on a journey to entrepreneurship and connecting with god ladies and gentlemen i give you hannah Loxton. loxson how are you today
1: I am so good. Thank you for having me.
0: So this is actually our first time meeting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's funny because I was telling you off air that I feel like I've known you for a really long time Yeah. because you are involved in a company that you like, you make sea moss. Yes. For those of you who don't know what sea is, can you please describe what it is?
1: Okay. Yeah. So sea is a superfood and pretty much it's from, I get mine from St. Lucia Island. Okay and it has 92 out of the 102 minerals that our body needs so it's pretty much a new thing and that's why yeah. you may have not heard of it yeah. but soon enough everyone's going to hear about it yeah. and so the way that i make it is in a gel form so way anyway, you could eat gel you could take it by the spoonful yeah. you can add it in smoothies and teas and you're getting majority of the nutrients your body needs so everyone's body responds differently yeah. and it's been pretty cool to witness different testimonials yeah yeah. i know
0: i've had i've had both like i would put it in my smoothie and then spoonful so it's like that's why it went away so fast
1: yeah okay <laughs> you can just do the smoothie one you don't have to
0: I, I would like do the smoothie make my smoothie and then do the spoonful and then have my smoothie there you go so i would well, i would waste all my sea moss so it was, i was kind of bummed out there's
1: no such thing you can't waste sea moss if it's getting in your body
0: oh i like that okay wow geez putting facts on me <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into everything i want i really want to go back with you so since i don't really i don't know you but i've i know of you yes uh i really want to go back in time and uh understand your childhood so what was your upbringing like
1: it's a good question okay so my childhood was very intentionally different because of my parents okay so i was actually homeschooled i was homeschooled so growing up I didn't have school. My parents, we were Christian. We are Christian. Mm. We believe in Jesus. So it was pretty much church, homeschool, go to the beach, nature. And then my parents being super passionate about health and fitness. That was also our world too.
0: That's awesome. Like a lot of parents are not even, you know, it's kind of like the kids have to come up and bring up the health aspect of it, not parents. So that's, that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: it's funny is, um, my dad was bringing in stuff from outside mm. and he pulled out a newspaper and i didn't know he wrote this way back when yeah. and he wrote an article about how to help kids be healthy like how to raise healthy kids yeah and he read some and i read some. And it's like dang all of these were applied to my childhood and yeah. as growing up from a kid to now yeah. my view on health hasn't changed it's always been good yeah. it's always been fun it's always been easy just yeah. creative ways to stay healthy yeah and now that i'm older i'm like wow that's something that i want my kids to have yeah. and i want any other parent that i could tell yeah. like teach your kids to have fun being healthy yeah mm. i
0: feel like you're a perfect example of that because health oozes out of people you know mm-hmm. like like for you in instance i can tell that you are healthy just because the way you look you know what i mean like it's very it's very glowy wow, you know so you. that's how i know when somebody's healthy mm-hmm. you know because just like their energy, the yeah. same thing. You know what I mean? It's like, what did you, what do you do daily yes. to like keep yourself optimal? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's that's really interesting. So I really like. Did your parents ever like? Were they cooking healthy? Were they? Yeah. So even like fitness as well, like that was also involved.
1: Oh yeah, all the time. Like, so. We had Top Ramen. I just remember that food being a thing. <laughs> yes. And I feel like it took a while for us to realize that Top ramen's not healthy from the noodles, from the MSG, and the powder. But still, like, that was a childhood food. Oh, yeah. And I just remember my dad would cut up broccoli and put it in the... Um, and the Top Ramen, and he would tell us that it's trees. So, like, you're eating trees, and there's little <laughs> videos of my siblings when they were babies, I'm the youngest, yeah. and they're like, we're eating trees with mm. our Top Ramen, yeah. and it was always fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Top Ramen's not healthy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, everybody has it in their life. And, yeah, always eating healthy. My parents own a fruit business. okay. So, we were always around fruit. All right. There was fruit and different foods and stuff like that that's great man and then with fitness that's a whole other story like my dad he teaches fitness he has his whole life pretty much yeah from personal training to now he does less now but he's still so passionate about fitness yeah and growing up we were always working out together and that's like our (sighs) jesus yeah
0: that's like the family god
1: yeah no (laughs) i'm serious um tuesdays and thursdays at 4 p.m for a long time my brother did wrestling so he was a wrestler yeah and we would always be around like that environment and then we started our four o'clock workouts yeah. and I remember I'd get home from school when I went to high school because I went to school um, in high school and I feel like mom I don't want to work out at four I really just don't know why I always have to do this and she's like Hannah this is how our family works. When you have your family, <laughs> yeah, you can create your different rules. But this is how our family works. Like, uh, oh okay.
0: my god! Right? I love your parents. Jeez. Yeah, you
1: love them. <laughs> and really, what that did is, then we'd start working out, and then it'd be fun, and then we'd really enjoy ourselves and have like our workout community. But that was that was our family time. Yeah. And that is
0: amazing. Uh-huh. Like seriously, I mean, our family time was like it was great. I mean, I was. I had a great childhood. I really did. Yeah. So it was like, it was filled with love. Yeah. It was filled with the care, but it wasn't the healthiest, you know, <laughs> like we would do sports, but it wasn't like a family event. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, what we ate, we ate whatever we wanted, cereal, a bunch <laughs> of processed foods. And it's like, that is just, I just can't wait for ha- to have children so I can do everything differently. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I can't wait. I can't wait for it to personally be a dad. How about you? Not oh. not a dad, but a mom.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to be a dad. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like something that I feel 100% of the time. Yeah. I'm always fighting baby fever. And I don't know oh, why. Yeah. I have it times 10. Like, my sisters are like, I don't know why you feel that way. You know, when you have kids, your life changes. I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's life. Do
0: they have, do your siblings have children? No. Oh, okay.
1: No, none of us have kids yeah, it, and I'm the youngest Yeah, and I'm like, why do I want kids so bad?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I, they say if you, you have baby fever, uh, have a puppy. Like they say that's like something to take it away from it, but it's yeah. like, or a cat or something to take care of daily. You know, that's, yeah. that's very, very interesting.
1: Yeah. I think it's like the fact because of, um, just how life is right now. Yeah. Times have changed. I don't get to see. The babies in my life. So i always get to see. Like, I have... My dad's one of 14.
0: Yeah. Wow. One of
1: 14. And then those 14 had kids. And then yeah. those kids had kids. And yeah. that generation, they're all, like, my babies. Yeah. And I would... <sighs> at every family party, we've always... I would always have a baby in my hands. Yeah. And it just filled my heart. So, yeah. I need to, like babysit someone (laughs) i think that'll help
0: (laughs) or like nanny because i know a lot of people who nanny yeah i did nanny at one point it was fun it never
1: felt like work but i guess the thing about that is you got to be so consistent and right now you know i told you i'm figuring out yeah
0: that's what you kind of told me because we were kind of scheduling the podcast a couple of weeks ago and uh it was a long process but i mean we got it done obviously yeah um so you said you were moving to where was it again
1: Southern California. Are you,
0: are you up in the air with it or you're kind of like, we're like, are you, do you have like a little better glimpse of like what's going on?
1: No, <laughs> yes. no, I have no idea. I am not sure. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm still just letting, you know, God give me signs of where yeah. I'm supposed to be or something to be like in my heart, just a powerful hit that I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. But until then I'm blessed to be able to go back and forth yeah and kind of live two lives which i love because here in the bay area i have my family i have my gym i have the gyms that i go to and i really like my my routine my home my family community Mm -hmm. and then i go to carlsbad southern california and like i love my church yeah they're so impactful i love meeting new people i made a friend over there and i'm like you're probably going to be my friend for life (laughs) Yeah. And the beach, it just gets my soul very cleansed. And I think that after this year, I want to cleanse my soul. Yeah. Um, Have
0: you ever been baptized? Obviously. Yes. Okay. Would you ever get baptized in a beach? I feel like.
1: Oh, I did. Oh, you did. Oh,
0: Jesus. You've done just everything then, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did get baptized in the beach. Mm -hmm. I've
0: only been baptized once and it was when I was a child. Like I was super little. Like I think I was like probably elementary school around oh, wow. there was yeah at a, a catholic church it was i was raised christian yeah oh okay so my okay. whole family my whole family had a, their own church and like my mom was like the lead singer my dad was the pastor oh you're so, a
2: pastor's yeah kid. yeah
0: so Fun. we we were around <laughs> it <laughs> we were around it like all the time we had to be like it was like almost like work kind okay, of thing you know so cool. yeah so it was i mean as a child, you don't really understand it. Yeah, You know, it's kind of like, why are we putting gel in our hair, getting dressed up and what's, what's happening right now? Like, you know, and then like you go there and you're, you're hearing all the worship, you're hearing all the words. And then when you go there, when you're much older, when you go to, you visit a church and you really, really listen to like what the person is saying in the ministry and everything, you're just like, dang, like, was this what I was like missing out on? Like for a long time, you mm-hmm. know, like I was like, it was so interesting. And then like the music too is really good. And like, I understand the whole community of it. And I was saying this uh, on a lot of the last podcast that I, one of the last podcasts I had that, um, I don't know why I have this weird relationship with church, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah. I, I don't feel the need to go because I feel like I'm not per se doing anything wrong. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I said on a podcast, like, you know, I feel like I, I don't need to enter a building to serve God. I just serve him as if what I do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not causing harm to others. I'm I have good intentions of everything that I do, you yeah. know, and my family, uh, the, my uncles and so so and so forth. They, they kind of see that view and like, I don't like that. So I kind of have like that of like, why guys? Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not, I'm not killing people. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I have this weird relationship with it. And I just, I want to feel like it's like, okay, not to go to church. You know what I mean? And if I do go to church, great. Like, I want to feel like, Hey, like I'm, I can come in here with like, and everything's okay. Right? You know, if that makes
1: sense. Totally. Yeah. I think that there's a part of that that you understand that's really cool is that, you know to live out your faith to live out the love of god you don't have to go somewhere every sunday it's like yeah. every day you're serving god
0: yeah but like with people who do who want to be around that community please like keep doing that's mm-hmm. that's amazing like whatever if that makes you feel like i mean honestly that community is a beautiful thing yeah everybody oh, wants yeah. to be everybody wants to be a part of a community yes. you know so it, it just only makes sense but me personally um lately i don't know why every time i've been going to a church the main subject was porn <laughs> like i was like weren't they just talking about this at gilroy i was like why is san jose talking about porn too why is santa clara wow. talking about porn also I was like what is going on right now and i remember i saw one of your stories uh specifically oh, yeah. about it was talking about porn
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's funny <laughs> it's not just because i go to church every sunday <laughs> of course of course but
0: i agree with you it is um it is a negative thing to be consuming on a daily basis or just yes. I feel like anything. Yeah. You know, because I have a <laughs> I have a buddy of mine right now <laughs> struggling <laughs> with it. And um, his
1: his. Is <laughs> he okay with you laughing at him as you're, <laughs> you're expressing his insecurities in your. <laughs>
0: I think it would only be bad if I say his name, which I'm not going oh, to. Nice. So okay. but I'll see you tomorrow. Anyways, <laughs> um, he him and his relationship are kind of like on a on a coin toss meaning their sex life mm-hmm. because of the porn is an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So on your what is your eyes on that whole subject?
1: Oh. Like your view. Yeah, well I hate porn. <laughs> but um to be honest, it's kind of interesting cuz I've never struggled with it. Okay. I haven't. Have and... you ever
0: tried like using it?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I mean Okay, this sounds weird, but I have for, not experimental, but for study purposes. That's awesome. Like, I'm like, okay, this is this thing that I don't like. Well, I don't even know anything about it. So I went on and just to be upfront, it just seemed so objectifying. Yeah. And and there's so many aspects to it. So like I told you, well, not on the podcast, but before, you know, we started, um, I studied sex trafficking a lot. Yeah. And I didn't know about it two years ago, really. I was really unaware of that world. And I realized that it. Is connected to porn. Yeah. So a lot of these women that that we could be watching, um, they could be you know, getting raped and we don't know it. And it's just like hard to even put one in that situation to watch that when you know that there could be rape involved. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's really bad for our dopamine, our brain chemicals and stuff like that. Like we weren't meant to experience that um, apart from actual physical touch. Yeah. And so even wanting the best for someone that I don't know I could hate porn on behalf of them because it's like you think that this is a fulfilling thing you yeah. you get satisfaction but one day you're gonna meet someone that you love die yeah. girl you're gonna you know fall in love but there's just gonna be there's going to be this addiction that perverts your healthy view on sex. It was meant to be healthy. It was meant to be special and intimate and, and safe because there's also so much sexual trauma that people don't even get to go through the trauma of that. Imagine if you're with someone who has sexual trauma and then someone who has a porn addiction and you put that together, something that's such a God given beautiful thing should be special and beautiful Mm -hmm. and not perverted from porn and, and, trauma yeah it's like this is a big thing that you need to go into with like a fresh healthy perspective but also like on the same side of things 90 percent struggle with porn yeah like it's a high percentage and so i like to say these things pretty abrupt so it gets people questioning like maybe i'm not gonna try to not do it um but there's no shame in it either yeah and and for whoever's listening i would say like if you've ever struggled with porn if you struggle with porn there's no shame but it's like, if you'd want to stop, just think about doing it for someone one day that you want to give your all to your heart and not be like, oh, I can't, you know, be this satisfied because I'm just I used to watch this or yeah. I am watching this and it's hard um, because it would also be hard for a man or a woman to feel this unworthiness because they couldn't meet the standard of what they watch. Of course, yeah. But I've met couples that like watch it together and I just think that's. Weird, <laughs> but hey it's that is your own world of yes. whatever
0: yeah i mean maybe they're just trying to spice things up i don't know
1: Yeah, <laughs> i don't know yeah.
0: and one of my buddies uh he's um he's a recently uh devoted christian yeah so he has this uh he's very stressing him over himself about the the feeling of lust Mm -hmm. Like he wants that, he has that urge um, to watch porn, Mm
3: -hmm. to
0: have sex with the wrong intentions. Yeah. So, because even, even though I find sex very healthy and very essential and that people should be having orgasms as much as possible, but it has to be with the right intentions. Yes. You know, it Mm -hmm. can't just be, I mean, I'm going to say this. Uh, I had a DM recently cuz I posted this picture. <laughs>
3: uh
0: there, I mean there's Straight a up. yeah there's a picture ladies and gentlemen because this is audio. I have a picture behind me that is a a people having sex cuz I find sex to be very normal. <laughs> Anyways, uh somebody DM would me and said we should make our own portrait. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Exactly. So <laughs> I didn't respond uh but I know the person and I met up with the person. And I for the picture to like give a a good description of like what I had in my mind to reply to that. Cause I don't reply. I don't, I don't like texting people. I don't like text. I either call or let's meet up.
1: Oh, you're very old fashioned. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I told her, um, my, I I don't, if, if it was a younger me, I would have obliged. I would have been like, yeah, let's why not? But I like to do things with, with intention now with a purpose. Mm -hmm. If it has none of that, then I am not interested yeah because I've, and I also don't want to hurt anybody. Because I've there's been those positions where you you lead uh, girls on and hurts mm, get yes, hurt, yes. your feelings get hurt, and I just don't want to be a part of that anymore. Yeah. So it's like having the right intentions, like doing things good for like on your day-to-day basis, you know? Mm-hmm. So and I'm kind of letting him know, like, don't treat it as like a punishment that you want sex or maybe that you wanna watch porn. Like, I don't know, like what's your what would you tell him? Like, say if I was him, yeah. like, what would you tell him? Because, like, I, I'm struggling to, like, tell him and help him with it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like you're way more educated on that than, <laughs> than I am.
1: <laughs> well, I would just, I mean, as far as shame goes, like, that's the worst thing you can experience. So when you have that urge, don't be like, oh, dang it. I yeah. can't stand myself. Yeah. It's like, that's a God-given urge. Yes. Like, God, Jesus Christ gave that to us. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's just a matter of, of um, like control and discipline and yeah. habits. But if you, you know, mess up once, it's okay. Don't shame yourself, don't yeah. hate yourself for it. Just take a deep breath and say, all right, we're gonna try again for yeah. another week, week, week. Okay, month, month, awesome, year, wow, wow, that's awesome. Being easy on yourself, knowing that the goal you have in mind is awesome and you'll get there eventually. Yeah. And um, the other thing is when you have that urge, it, like look of it as energy. So okay. it's energy. When you have that urge, you're going to immediately want to watch porn so that you can jack off and get that relief. But instead of releasing that energy that way, you can literally, be, oh crap, I'm getting this feeling. I'm going to go on a run. I'm yeah. going to sprint.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using that something up for Using something else.
1: That ball of energy or, yeah. or paint or yeah. write poetry. I've heard of someone who quit porn and diverted that energy into stories writing poetry yeah and i was like whoa that's that's crazy yeah and so like once you see it like that it's very powerful powerful energy yeah um they talk about it in the book think and grow rich oh okay yeah have yeah. you read it
0: i don't it's actually up there i okay, had a... yeah, yeah. And i
1: feel like you would have been, would've been <laughs> it's definitely been, but... up there i know where it is yeah <laughs> so it's like it's a very powerful human energy and just use it for your own advantage yeah like if you need a I don't know, give someone your phone at any time you get that urge, then do that. But it's like everybody has those fallouts. Don't yeah. be hard on yourself and yeah. use that energy to do some jump squats or to sprint <laughs> or like this is the big thing. Like if you struggle with point and you're trying to stop, but you don't have a workout routine, add a workout routine Yeah, because that is a Great source of energy. Oh, yeah.
0: And, it like, you, your testosterone raises after, like, a great workout, you know? Yes. And I'm, because he's actually, I'm actually helping him with his health, too, because he spent years and years and years just kind of, like, destroying his body. Mm. So we're just trying to get it back to, like, yeah. being optimal. So I kind of told him, like, I was, like, treat your, your like, intentions with porn and sex kind of like how you how you view your diet because mm, yes because your diet there are going to be days where you get off the wagon like you'll have say i don't know dessert that you weren't supposed to eat or some processed foods that you yeah. was not part of your diet um just start over the next day mm-hmm. and pretend like hey i'm restarting i messed up yesterday and it's square back to square run. you know what i mean yeah like it's so easy and
1: that's the rules of discipline and hard work it's all yeah. the same if you want to be healthy then it's gonna require discipline and saying no when you don't want to. Exactly. If You want to have a healthy sex life. It's gonna require discipline and saying no when you don't want to.
2: Yeah.
1: Same with fitness. Same with having a family. Same with developing new habits and routines. It's gonna require a lot of discipline and saying no when you have to. Yeah. But it always works out in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: it's that's what it is. Work. Mm-hmm. You know. I yes. feel like that's what like they're like uh therapists uh like a marriage counselor or something yeah. like that like they always say like it's work 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 yes i've never seen a therapist per se but it's like i would love to like have one on like on the podcast just yeah. to kind of like i don't know pick their brain you know what i mean because yes. it's i don't know they're just so interesting to me like i i i love what uh because i can't wait to be a dad mm-hmm. and i remember i read i read this story about um this new this uh individual who's going to be a new dad like in a couple of weeks, and then he went up to her at a coffee shop because he knew of her, and he was like, "Hey, is there any advice that you would give me I'm about to be a ta uh, about to be a dad She said, "Don't leave." That was it, and she walked away oh, right
1: that makes you want to cry <laughs> but
0: it's so simple and it's so accurate, yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's like that is all you have to do is be there, not just like in the same house like where you're upstairs watching tv and your kid is eating dinner downstairs playing outside whatever yeah. be there
3: yeah
0: you know be with your child know your child yes. not just about oh what's their favorite color like no like know their whole life because mm-hmm. a lot of parents i just
1: there's like a disconnect uh,
0: yeah but i like i love what you were telling me in the beginning how your parents were just kind of like show you guys the way you know what god i love that like so much like i i it took me years to kind of like realize like oh my god we were doing everything wrong
1: (laughs) everyone's doing their best for what they know like top ramen my parents were like you guys are such healthy kids here's top ramen with broccoli (laughs) with broccoli too (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: oh my god that's such a good mix
1: (laughs) yeah or i think it was you where you posted something about was it you eggs Yes. Okay, I'm like our yes. eggs good or bad? Yes, I mean, yeah. Free range eggs are good. Yes. That was the conclusion. Yeah. As long <laughs> as your
0: chickens are not like in the cage stressed to the gills. Yeah. Like honestly that's what you eat. You're eating stressed animals yeah. pretty much. Why would you want to do that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like when people go hunting, uh they they hunt for wild animals that are in the wild. They're they're active. They're you know they're running they're yeah. moving they're surviving they're that's the human nature they're they're being alive you yeah. know not stuck in a cage like in a zoo there's a difference between a lion that's free and a lion that's in a zoo you know what i mean you just don't want to be trapped right yeah so another thing for trapped do you have any advice for people who have who are feeling stuck right now because like you kind of had that intention in the beginning that you said <laughs> that you were on this like roller coaster of like what to do. Yeah. What's helping you kind of like get through all the stuff that that like you're trying to unwind and oh, put it wow. all together.
1: That's that's the question, isn't it? Like what yeah. do you do when you're in that bubble where you're just stuck, you don't know what's next? And um I think the first thing is do something that promotes a lot of change. Yeah. Like I immediately, you know, did a lot of changes with my job. I immediately went to a different environment and developed different habits. And naturally a lot started to change because, you know, it's one thing when you feel stuck, but it's a whole nother thing when it starts to get to your mental health, to your spiritual health, yeah. to your discipline. And I just remember like my season of stuckness. Yeah. Um, I would just wake up and go on social media, like first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and just to like, I had something to do. Yeah. And that just kills your brain. Yeah. That's like the worst thing you can do. I mean, maybe if you're going to read quotes or something or watch your story, because it's always inspiring. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I just felt like that, you know, it's like waking up and eating donuts first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. You're screwing yourself over. Exactly. And as soon as I just took responsibility over where I'm at and, like, Hannah, you got to change something. You can't, like, the best thing of my day. Would be either like my family time or going to work out. Yeah. Um, but apart from those things, I was just like struggling, like purpose, identity. And since then, I told you, I'm still in between. I don't even know where I live right now. Yeah. But I feel like I'm getting hints. I'm, my heart is open. I yeah. feel like I, I am so open minded to trying anything right now. And it feels fresh. It's still scary. It's uncomfortable. But I just I feel it in my bones that God's going to just give me the blessings that I need to get by. And even just changing my environment, um, I got connected with my parents church in Southern California and that just opened so many doors. Mm. And so I think like even that. Yeah, you don't have to go to church on Sunday to, um, you know, have faith. It can be right now, you know, but if you need that powerful push then go to church yeah. that word might be perfect for you that day yeah. go somewhere where it promotes growth in one way or form some way or form or contact someone who yeah. always inspires you yeah and i think that was something that really helped me is is um let's see pride it's easy to have pride and sometimes i have it but after these days and this crazy year i realized like man we're all kind of struggling with something Yeah, like we're all hurting somewhere. And somehow we all have things to learn from each other. And so once I like put my pride aside for a little bit, I was able to just ask questions. Just what was your asking my parents, you know, like, what was it like when you were young and you were in relationships? What was it like when you didn't know what to do or, you know, meeting new people? Like, does this career really make you happy? Does teaching really make you feel fulfilled? And being open to anything. Yeah. um And I really like being in that place because I've never been so open to trying different things.
0: Yeah. Like, well, for instance, have you ever done a podcast before?
1: No. But it's been on my heart to start one. I love talking. I mean, yeah.
0: I can tell because you're like a natural at it. <laughs> I can really tell. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. But you said you were going to start
1: one? I wanted to. Why not? I don't know how. I know, I know, I know. I can help you. I can help you. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty easy. I like the microphones. I'm like, I have no idea what to do now. Yeah, and honestly,
0: I was the same. I didn't know anything. I'm not a tech guy. I don't know anything about editing or anything like that. But you just, you just dive your face into it and learn. Just yeah. like anything. You know yeah. what I mean? You talked about being uncomfortable. Yes. What's the benefit of being in uncomfortable we situations?
1: Literally, like, that's everything. Do you yeah. like waking up at 4 o'clock every day? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. But
0: it's, <laughs> I, I get it. In the beginning, in the beginning, I didn't. Like when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, I should be waking up at 1 p.m. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but now it's like, I've created this routine where it's just mandatory for me. And mm-hmm. it's just my body just like, hey, time to get up. Let's okay. go. Let's go do stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? But I put myself through <laughs> uncomfortable situations all the time. Right. Like,
1: so we're not using you as an example. Today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like i mean you must have been normal at some point of your life of course oh of course okay so still am <laughs> okay <laughs> like everything in life in order to be good at it requires discomfort yes and we watch tv and we're like dang i want to be that nfl player how dare they make that mistake yeah. it's like you don't know the discomfort that they faced every day yeah. like watching these fighters train i'm like dang that looks hard That must hurt your lungs, you know. Uh, But it's so worth it. You need to become addicted with that discomfort in everything, in everything, and putting yourself in situations that get your heart rate up. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, doing this podcast, I didn't know you. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Like, I like what he's interested in. I love podcasts. Okay.
0: That's why I love like the whole, like you're, like I said, off air, like I was like, you're the first guest that I have where it's like, I'm just meeting you yeah because in the future there's, it's going to be like that, you Mm -hmm. know, where like, I'm having people on that. I'm interested in having them on and just like picking their brains and learning. Cause it's like, this is what I love to do. Yes. You know, if, if it's anybody, it doesn't matter. It's like, as long as I'm communicating and I'm learning from somebody else and we're just having fun, laughing, goofing off, like you can't beat that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this is so natural. This should be something that everybody should be doing on a day-to-day, day -day basis. Right. You know? I agree. And like communication now is just like
1: dying. Yes.
0: Like, would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, that's why I, in one of your other ones, um, with a photographer for Khabib. Oh, Carlos. Yes, Carlos. Nope, it wasn't him. It was the first guy, the Mr. Stoic. Your first one. Your uh, Diego, Diego Leon. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But you were talking about how conversations are dying. Like it's not a thing. Like that older guy that came to your house and would talk to you for an hour and be like, am I taking too much of your time? Yeah. It's like, no, that's what life is all about. And somewhere in the past 10 years, we've gotten so distracted thinking yeah. that it's only about me, my career, my future, my success. Yeah, Like you're an inconvenience to me. And and it's happening more from like. You know, not being able to even socialize. It's it's just not a thing, um, and so, I think that conversations are what brings the most change. That bring the most healing. I mean, yeah. a therapist. What is it? It's a conversation with someone who's been through a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: has gives you little tips to like implement in your day to day life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even generationally yeah like what could we learn if we sit down and talk to our grandparents for an hour
0: so much yeah and this is the thing like how old are you 20 20 i'm 26 okay so this is my intention with everybody i can learn from a baby
3: mm-hmm. i can
0: learn from a homeless man i can learn from an old man i can learn somebody from who is younger than me you have to remain a student yes always regardless like my niece she's five years old if she tells me like, I don't like that shirt, Uncle Daniel. Okay, I'll find a new shirt. Like you know what I mean? Like. I didn't yeah. <laughs> but like that's the thing. Like being, remaining a student is just like, that's how people stay, on top. You know what I mean? Like I know some of the success, most successful people I know, they just remain students. They are very very wealthy, but they still pick the brains off people. Mm -hmm. Like I work for a very big company. I see higher ups talking to like people who are not even at their level yet, but they're learning from them. And it's so cool to see. And I'm like, oh, that's why you're successful. Mm -hmm. Because you pick the brains off everybody. You get everybody's perspective on things. That's how you continue to grow. But being uncomfortable, I probably get in uncomfortable situations every day. I have to.
1: Like example?
0: Resistance training. Like I, I push myself all the time. Uh, I was like, oh, should I do like this, like this amount of sets, reps, yada yada. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's go, let's let's continue. Like yeah. that puts me in a state where it's just like my body's at sh- like I'm in stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like going like past that. It's like. <sighs> Right. You know, so being uncomfortable situations, I like those.
1: Do you do like saunaing and cold plunging? I actually have a
0: sauna in my garage.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. awesome. Yeah. Do you take cold showers? I do. You seem like you would. I've yeah. tried I'm like mm,
0: cold. No, yeah, it sucks. Like that's being an uncomfortable situation, but yeah. they say that you should actually start your day like going outside and just being in like the sunlight but in the mornings. Mm-hmm. You know it's like there's not sun like early in the mornings, but you should start your day by seeing, you know, sunlight being Mm -hmm. near sunlight being outside you know we're supposed to be playing and moving you know but people lost that touch yeah you know and like i don't know when we're gonna get back to that
1: i don't know either you think you're gonna raise your kids in this area
0: that's a really good question i don't know Hmm. i like i like the bay i do i love the bay actually like i love it here because my family's here. Yeah. I can't leave my family. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like we're... Th- and if I go somewhere, I'm taking them with me. You know? Yeah. So if I'm going to go... If I'm going to go to Los Angeles, if I'm going to go to New York, if I'm going to go to Abu Dhabi, if I'm so, going to...
1: So you like the city? No. You I could live in, in a cabin. Los I don't. Los Angeles in New York. I, know. Like... I was...
0: You know what I was doing? I was just naming random places. Okay. So, But I could live in a cabin, uh, yeah. be stuck in the woods, and be happily ever after. Okay. You know what I mean? By a lake and just... There's nobody around, but I would, I like being like, if I have neighbors, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like that community, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be, I get it. Like one of my things is having my own library. Yes. Like in you the middle. Do. Yeah. But like, this is in my house. So I want a building. That's my library. You oh, know what I mean? Okay. So I think down in the future, I want that library to be kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Wow. And. I can just go visit, uh, visit it whenever I want, just to go like by myself. All my kids are out, like some some summer camp or something like that, <laughs> and my my wife is taking on a trip with some girls, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm by myself. I was like, you know what? Let me just go read. Yeah. That's what I want. Like Bill Gates does that. He has a he has a house, a random house in the middle of a lake, that he just goes to and he reads. Wow. By himself. And I love that. I was like. I want one of those. That's really cool. Who wouldn't want that? Because like you too. Like, when did you? What age did you start reading?
1: Uh, I got grounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, all throughout high school, <laughs> I would you know spark notes. Yeah. And do what I can with my spark notes. And I read some books that I really appreciated, but. Yeah, so I got grounded, and, and my dad kind of just took my phone and gave me a stack of books. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, and so the book that I had before is called The Secret. Okay. Super short book. Have you read it? I have not. It's super short. I read it in a day. And so that, like, built my confidence. Like, yeah. oh, I could read books. Yeah. And then Purpose Driven Life yeah. by Rick Warren. Okay. And the first book was all about the power of the mind. Like, if you believe in something, you could literally attract it into your life. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I believe that I could be this, I could do this, that I'm a reader, that I'm a leader, that I'm strong. Like, I yeah. believed in all these things. And after reading that book, like, sure enough, everything I believe kind of happened, like, even yeah. energetically. my yeah. I remember my sister, she would tell me, like, dang, Hannah, you always get what you want. And I'm like, I know, that's because I believe I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. And so that book made my mind really strong. Yeah. Like, it made my mind so strong. And then... Rick Warren, that book was like a 40-day purpose-driven life. Yeah. And so that just made me think of more. You know, I want to grow more. I want to have purpose. I want to live a life of meaning and impact. And the nature of it is how do you do that? Quickly, you read. Yeah. You know, how do you experience, learn, uh, get yourself to the next level? How do you be a different breed? You read. Yeah. And I still struggle to like find the consistency and the routine to read but every time i read a book it's like i i have a whole different thing to talk about yeah. i have a whole different perspective on life i have new grace i have new strength like can't hurt me by david Goggins. <sighs> god oh my gosh i'm not a runner but after reading that i'm like i'm a runner yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah reading has uh definitely changed my life yeah. for the better so totally. your
1: collection is beautiful
0: yeah i and it's funny because I, I was telling you like the camera doesn't see this, but there's a side of the wall that the, yeah. there's uh all these bookshelves. I think there's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven empty bookshelves in my house.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be cool because I'm going to witness it fill out. Like one yes. day it's going to be full. Exactly. I, I, was empty. I
0: know. I can't wait for it to be completely full. Like I wanted to finish it uh, at the end of the year, but it doesn't look like that because I'm I'm building my studio in my garage right now. Your so, podcast
1: studio?
0: Uh, my gym studio.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. everything's here. That's so
0: cool. Yeah, that's what I want. I mean, like, this, this doesn't feel like... I was raised in San Juan Batista. Okay. That feels like home. Mm-hmm. This feels like a place where I can grow, like, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where this... Like, I let my little brother know, too. Like, he's like... He's kind of like me, where all we want to do is just work and just to get better. Yeah. That's it. So this is what this house brings. It's mm-hmm. like, if you want to, like, level up your health, well, there's solid nutrition here. We only eat real food. And there's a there's a pool in the back. You want to go swimming. There's a sauna. There's a gym. Dang. You know what I mean? And if you want to learn and like learn a new topic, there's books everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And any topic. Wow. That's what I want. So, that's so cool. But in when I go visit my family in San Juan, that's home. Yeah, you know? what,
1: what is home? Like what is... How do you know it's home? Apart from family. <sighs> what is the feeling or... Like, when you know something's really a home. You can't say family.
0: No, I know. Uh, it's a place where I don't want to leave. Like, I get, honestly, I get sad leaving my family's home. Mm-hmm. Like, personally. And I don't see them during the week. I don't I don't really communicate with them during the week for that reason. To, like, it kind of leads me up as, yeah. as like, oh, the week is almost here. Like, I get to go see them. You know, it kind of it leads me on, like, oh, like... It's going to be another good weekend you know what i mean mm-hmm. i haven't seen them in like actually three weekends because they've been out and about wow. so it's like but i still go there which is yeah. the crazy part it's an empty house i was by myself saturday over there interesting but it's still home yeah like i'm literally was just sitting on the couch and just like still in that atmosphere of home so it's the environment it's your community it's the people
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh this is home but it's it's uh it's more of a work workstation it, it's kind of amazing thing in here. yeah I that's mean, so
1: cool you have it all like yeah. right here you don't have to go to a gym or... no
0: that's the thing too because i mean i don't really want to not there's any anything wrong uh with it but i don't want to work out in a mask
3: mm. you know yeah it's definitely. like i'd rather
0: have my own spot you know i have my own rules yeah uh there's no one telling me to do like oh you have to leave at this time no i want to leave at my time i want to start <laughs> whenever i want yeah. you know it's just like that for instance, yeah. you know, um, are you, are you going to want to k- put your kids, this is a different topic by the way, when you do have children, yeah. are you going to want to homeschool or yes. put them into school?
1: I'm going to homeschool. Me
0: too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean,
1: <laughs> I'm going to teach my kids that like a book is just as cool as an iPad. <sighs> be like all right you're gonna have to come with me because i have to have this meeting but yeah. i'll bring your book <laughs> okay i'll go <laughs> yes. yeah. i
0: want my children i mean i wasn't even like that when i was a kid i hated school
1: yeah and see? i hated
0: everything about it i thought books were the intention of just like it had to be involved with school mm-hmm. so i had a bad relationship with it
1: right and that was the best thing about homeschooling i got to learn what i <sighs> loved and i like got a wide spectrum of things and we would go through life and my mom, well, for social skills, we would do random things. She'd be like, go talk to that stranger. Uh, at no the store. way. Yes. Who is your family? Oh my God. Yeah. Like these intentional things, putting ourselves out there and making sure we're not socially awkward. We're not like, you know.
0: I am really impressed. You know why? I honestly thought you were like 28.
1: You. no lie thank you
0: i swear 20 years old okay you are so young you literally have the world sorry if pardon my french you have the world by the balls wow that's pretty
1: cool which is insane <laughs> no
0: seriously and like you're you're saying you're like juggling with stuff like that <laughs> just watch when you turn 25 just yeah. watch how dangerous you're gonna be
3: thank you seriously
0: and what you're doing right now like come on like that's what i was telling my buddy the other day recognize what you've done
3: mm-hmm. you know what i mean Mm-hmm. because
0: something that you were talking about um, that you mentioned to me is anxiety. Yeah. Is that something that you personally like deal with?
1: Yeah. All and, of a sudden.
0: And is as, as well as, as depression involved as well. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, not anymore. Okay. But so I did have a therapist. I could literally go through the types of therapy I've yeah. done. They're so cool. Yeah. Um, but right now I'm not, but it was like my therapist is like, okay, so I'm like, wait, you would call that depression. And I was like, or he said um, I said you would call that depression he's like well I mean yeah the things that you're thinking and like the conversations you're having in your head that sounds like depression like, yeah because I wouldn't call it that I would never claim that over myself but the fact that like a therapist said I'm like oh okay yeah um, and then anxiety is more of like a tangible thing anyone can be really sad so it's hard to tell you know but I felt just this just like heaviness where I didn't have the energy to start the day, and yeah. I'm happy that I can't even really remember what that felt like, because even though it wasn't it wasn't long ago, yeah, it's just my memory of it is just not there.
0: Is that still a day to day thing? Mm. Anxiety. Anxiety is yeah. okay.
1: Only because um, I have like more fire energy inside of me. Yeah. And so I'll be quick to get angry instead of sad. Um, okay. I want to control the situation instead of like run away from it. Yeah. So, like, even with the whole Instagram happening, Instagram thing happening, I immediately felt anxiety.
0: Oh, like when you got hacked.
1: Yeah, like if I, I would be carrying, I felt it. Like, like heat and, and shaking and like yeah. you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't control the situation. Yeah. Um, but I've been working on, you know, even diverting that energy and of course the classic, take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'll take my deep breath yes. and I'll pray and That usually works, or I'll have to go to the gym and hit something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's good intentions, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I uh, have you ever read books about Stoicism, philosophy?
1: No. (sighs) Stoicism, Stoicism, Stoicism.
0: I would highly recommend it.
1: Okay, well, it would have to be like a smaller book. Oh yeah, for sure, Epictetus. Whatever you suggest, I'll read it.
0: Okay, I will show you a book after this after this podcast. Uh, some books to read because they're yes. small. There's not really like, like philosophy doesn't, they're not really long books. They're very short and sweet.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but an example of that, what it taught me is uh, to never, to never react off things that you can never control. Mm-hmm. So for instance, last night I got hit by a car.
1: I know when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, you must yeah. be like freaking out, but it didn't seem like it. No.
0: And that's what I loved about it. I, at the moment I got out of my car and I was like, scared to look back because of the other person. I was like, is he hurt? Mm-hmm. Did he, does he feel like kind of off? He got out of his car. He was completely normal. His car didn't get any damage. Oh. Like he had a work truck and Ooh. I, and me, I got hit. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> no, my, not my. Your Tesla. I was so mad. And I was like, at that moment, I was like, shit, but it was so weird. I was like, "Hey, brother, are you okay?" He's like, hey, I'm, I'm all good, man. Are you, are you, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You know, as long as we're not hurt, it's cool." And then we exchanged information, yada yada. And then I drove away. Um, and I literally said to myself, "It could have been worse." Yeah. And I continued with my day. And I came home. My brother was here, and uh, my other roommate, which is my one of my best friends, we were laughing, joking, messing around.
1: Mm-hmm. That's powerful.
0: That's something that it's like that it taught me. Yeah. That's what reading can do for you is like just give you little steps to like elevate yourself, and it's it's so simple too because it's like what I what I mean by that it could have been worse. It's I could have died. Yeah. He could have died, or we could have caused multiple accidents. Mm-hmm. It could have been worse. Right. Like it's just a car. Yeah. Cars can be fixed. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's gonna be a couple of g's but you know what i mean it could be fixed it's money mm-hmm. and money can be built back as well that's the thing mm-hmm. you know i i don't know i i just my mom asked me that one time because we were going through like a family thing mm-hmm. she asked me that she's like hey me are you okay i was like mom i'm built for this shit mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds yeah. like i i open adversity with open like i'm open to it like with open arms like come here you know, let's see what you can do mm-hmm. because I've been through, I've seen shit, I've been through some shit and that's, it's built me into like a dangerous, a dangerous guy Yeah, where it's just like, okay, like if shit were, if this house were to burn down, okay, we'll build, we'll build it up better than ever. You know what I mean? Bigger. That's the whole intention. So it's like having that in like the back of your mind, like anxiety, is that kind of like... Because people, I know right now, people have anxiety of the future. Do you have that as well?
1: Um, not right now. No, I don't have anxiety of the future. It's more like momentary anxiety, okay. and I wouldn't call it stress because it's like maybe it is stress actually. It's just you feel it, and you're just like, Arr! and that's where I just have to like you know tell myself Bible verses in my head, affirmations, and like realize, Hannah. It, you know, it could be worse Yeah. and the ability to change your perspective and realize how blessed you are gratitude and stop letting that one thing irritate you. Like that's self-control. Yeah. And like you said, I feel like it's really easy to just let that one thing consume you, yeah. but it's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen tomorrow. Something worse could happen. It's literally surprised the bad things that happen in our life all yeah. the time. Oh. And if you let the little things affect you, well, then like, you know, you might as well not leave your house. You have to be ready for it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm learning right now. That's what I'm learning because it's really easy to let little things affect you and get to you. So yeah.
0: I know that, um, people have anxiety because they're, they're, they see other people ahead of them, you know, like, Oh, mm-hmm. this person is doing so much better. But it's like, just because somebody's doing, looks like they're doing better, um, we will never have it all figured out. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Even though people are like super wealthy, they have a beautiful family, they have a yeah. beautiful life. You'll never have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And that's the one of the best parts about it. You know? Yeah. It takes time.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's gonna be something I tell myself from now on or like what you said before of like look how far you've come. Yeah. Look what, what you're doing.
0: What? Look what you're doing. Literally. Like literally look what you're doing at 20 years old. Are you kidding me? That's what I said. Just watch when you're 25. Just watch when you're 30. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Right. Literally. Yeah. Just like where your mind's at right now. It's insane. I'll tell you right now. I wasn't like that when I was a 20 years old. Not even close. I mean, I was an athlete. So it's like different, different situations, but still yeah. it's insane.
1: Yeah. Well, age is just a number, you know? Yeah. And that's why I like, I feel like, if i tell myself hannah you're 20 come down i'm like no you're destined for greatness yeah don't give yourself any kind of slack because yeah. like god has great things for you to do and if you give yourself slack you're not gonna do it yeah um but i'm 20 and i'm turning 21 next month so this whole door of partings open <laughs> and like i'm like no hannah that's not gonna lead you to growth don't yeah. do it <laughs> happy it happy early chance. birthday by the way thank you yeah it is in a month and i'm a Yeah, I love birthdays. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah, who doesn't? Come on. Yeah. What I kind of want to ask you a simple question: What's the meaning of life?
1: (laughs) It's a simple question. (laughs) All right, we have another hour here, (laughs) (laughs) so I could say so many things. Um, Especially because I've been to a lot of funerals recently. Really? Yeah. All not COVID related, just okay. very um, quick, unfortunate situations.
0: Family? Friends?
1: Yeah. One was in March.
0: Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, and that one was like, like she was my aunt, and she was pretty much a best friend. Um, during COVID, you, you stick with your people, right? She yeah. was the one that I would see all the time. She would stay at my house. We did so much together, and even in high school, she was like my... My go-to, you know, yeah. like if I messed up or was internally freaking <sighs> out, but didn't want to go to my parents, I was at her house. Yeah. yeah. And so facing that kind of death, it, it, that gives you your purpose of life. You're like, what? Wow. Um, and then just going to different funerals and it makes me realize like the purpose of life is, is love and impact. Yeah. And like you could I could die tomorrow and feel like I have fulfilled the meaning of my life because I loved well, um, because I hopefully inspired people that I encouraged. But it's like, you know, death isn't it doesn't have a. you have to be this age. Yeah. You have to be at this point of your life. It's like when push comes to shove, what you've accomplished, it's cool and all. You're you're, all the fancy stuff in life. It's cool and all, but it really doesn't matter. It's like, who's going to show up to your your funeral? And what kind of stories are they going to tell? Yeah. Like that moment when you're sitting down at a funeral and you're hearing these people say a similar thing, you know? Like um, my uncle had a funeral and every story was just how funny he was, you know? How much joy he brought to everyone and how he was always the one to make someone laugh. The stories were hilarious. Like everyone in that funeral was laughing because that's that. him and it's like dang you literally brought him to life in that moment
2: yeah you
1: brought his energy back and uh, my aunt like her the stories there for her like if people were to line up the line would be so long people say she made me feel so special like i feel like i was her special one and i'd be like no like i'm her special one <laughs> she made every single person feel so special she promoted health always she's the healthiest person i know yeah and no matter what, she would do whatever to make you feel loved, yeah. and the power that she had to make you feel loved was insane. Yeah. And and when I think of her, when I miss her, I instead of being sad and maybe crying, like I want to just live out her mission, you know. Yeah. And like the day she passed was the day that I was making my like CMOS flyers. Yeah. And when I got home, I remember just like crying. I was like dang, I never got to tell her about CMOS. You yeah. know, she'd be so proud of me. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know what, this is me living out her, her purpose is to share health. Yeah. And so really the meaning of life is to love well, genuinely, like from the heart, staying connected to your heart and, and like fulfilling your personal purpose. And everyone's is so different. Everyone's is so unique. And that's the fun thing about life. You know, it's like an obstacle course trying to solve all these problems to get to your destiny. Yeah and and it always has to do with people, impact, love, and you've already done so much, you know, like you're fulfilling the meaning of your life. Yeah. At 26?
0: 26. 26, yes. Like
1: people hearing this podcast are going to be just inspired. They're yeah. just going to be inspired to change their life, to get healthier, to work out, to to change their habits. You literally are changing people's lives with everything that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate whole, that. Even like your Instagram, like social media it has such a different role these days but the way that you're you have your consistency there it's like you're literally inspiring people to do better yeah to be healthy to like take control of your life to enjoy the little things and that's the meaning of life because cuz you know we don't have forever and and it's just so important that we love well and yeah. remember that life here on earth is temporary yeah and i believe in heaven you know like you love well and love so that you can experience love on the next dimension mm-hmm. and yeah I, I feel like you know maybe you're like not to get into death but it's like your energy stays yeah what's the stories that they're gonna tell about you yeah you know what are the memories that you're gonna get to have a role in as that person two generation down raise their kids you yeah know?
0: what are they gonna say about you yeah back then? yeah yeah so I asked you about the the meaning of life. Yeah. Uh, I want to go the opposite of life, okay. Which is death.
1: Oh shoot! Ugh.
0: Okay. Are you uh, are you afraid of death?
1: I I am not afraid of death. I am afraid to not fulfill my purpose before I die. Oh. Like if I knew I was gonna die in two years, I'd have a kid.
0: Yeah, you want to have a child
1: oh yeah like yeah. I would just real quick get it done <laughs> and have myself a baby so I can enjoy it for a year and then I could leave the world um, yeah that's just something I really want to do before I die and I feel like like an unfortunate thing is when you don't get your warning because if I know I was going to die in a year I would do so much yeah um, but death in itself I feel like it's it's it could be a peaceful experience yeah Um, especially if you know that your soul will go on. Um, and I believe that hopefully God willing, I'll make it to heaven. (laughs) I have have a good feeling you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so for that reason, I don't think death is scary. It's just not fulfilling what you were destined to fulfill. Yeah. Um, like I really wanted a family. If I were to die soon, it'd be really a bummer to not, or if I, didn't get right with some people that I would need to forgive. Yeah. I wasn't just, you know, have a clean slate. But I don't know. I just, I never think of death like that, you know? It's not scary. Yeah. It's just live as if you might die tomorrow and tell the people that you love, you love them extra. Uh, make sure people know you're grateful for them if you're grateful for them. Um, but, you know, it's probably going to hurt. But it also might be euphoric, yeah, are you scared of death
0: um no, I think it is uh it's kind of necessary, yeah, because it kind of motivates you to kind of get things done because you don't know when you don't know when you're gonna go, like mm-hmm. what do you for my thing is it's like what are we gonna leave behind when yes. we die, yeah you know, like when I do have children, what do I leave behind for them? You know that's important to me Mm -hmm. it's like i have to leave things so that they're well taken care of um if i don't like i agree with you what you said like if i don't fulfill my purpose before i die that would be painful for me i mean obviously how would it be painful if i'm dead (laughs) (laughs) but um i uh definitely not because if it were to come it's just like hey like let it come i had a dream about that i think i explained that on the uh, on an episode uh, where i had a dream like i was dying i was telling my family in the ambulance that i love them yeah yeah that was yeah. so interesting that's
3: crazy. Yeah. but
0: i was smiling when i was like i was crying and smiling i remember the dream
3: mm-hmm.
0: but it was like Dang. it felt real though i was just like oh i think that's what i would do you know right. but i feel like i would joke in my deathbed because that's like the silly goose that i am like i'm like always trying to make people laugh and like silly make goose. it yeah <laughs> like make sure they have like a good time kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like that's my, like every time I see my family, I'm the energetic one. I'm like the ones like waking everybody up. Like, yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm like one of the oldest. So it's interesting. And yeah. my brothers are like much younger than me. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like looking at me like this guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, I'm not afraid of death.
1: And if you were to die in two years, someone were to tell you,
0: What would you do? Nothing. Really? Yeah. Nothing.
1: Have you, like, gone skydiving? You wouldn't?
0: No. Because, honestly, I... If... Those things... Those moments do come. Like, when you do something exhilarating. Yeah. But... I feel like what I do daily is what I want to do. You know? Like, people say live every day as if you're going to die tomorrow. It's like, I do that already, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. everything that I... I think that's, like, the whole point of, like, living a happy life is, like, make sure you do everything every single day what you want to do. Yeah. And I get to do that. And I'm happy. I, I'm i i am able to do that. I'm happy I get to. That's why it's, it's very rare when I'm, like, upset. I don't get upset very often. Well. I don't remember the last time I was angry. I don't. I'm not just saying that to, like, oh... I'm a happy guy. No, it's not at all. I'm just, I don't remember the last time because a lot of things don't upset me because it's like, I don't, I don't take myself too seriously. And it's like, I don't know this. I don't, I don't react on things I can't control. Hmm. So it's like, why react?
1: Have you always been that way? No,
0: absolutely not. That had to get developed through time, through time and knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. Took a while, but it led me to here and I'm, I'm happy for all those lessons, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. What about, uh, what is your like main title? Cause you, you are talking about children a lot. Do you think that'll be your greatest title, your greatest title in being a mother?
1: I just feel like, like, you know, when you meet people, you can't speak into their life too much. Cause you know, Oh, look at you, Mr. Yeah. Wise guy. Or like <laughs> you want to tell someone what to do, but one it's not your kid yeah like i would love to put all my heart and passion and energy into something or you know kids that i can yeah and they don't put a cap out like okay don't overdo it or you're not the boss of me kind of thing and and i think that's really like direct impact like i want to make an impact in the world but like the most the best way i could do it is through children yeah i want to have a lot
0: yeah give me a number
1: okay so i wanted six (laughs) It's a lot yeah but then I started studying numbers and six isn't like a very good number really so I might have seven why why is that um it's like it's like it's like the devil's number <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, shit. Yeah. oh like six 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 <laughs> right but even it's like it has another number in itself but yeah. four is the number of completion okay. seven is the number of abundance damn yeah and so I'm like okay I guess I should have seven
0: what about two? Mm -mm. (laughs) wait is there a meeting for two uh
1: yeah yeah i think it's probably i don't know i don't have it memorized okay but because i wasn't studying two yeah i was studying six and seven yeah
0: i'm like aiming for two the most i would go is for three
1: there you go yeah Yeah. i
0: think three is good uh, but i'm aiming for two two boys two girls boy girl don't care as long as they're healthy children yeah that's all i care about you know, yeah. but I can't wait to be a dad.
1: Because of the direct impact, right? Exactly. Because. Also
0: doing things uh, differently. Mm-hmm. Like raising your children differently than you were raised. Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. You know. Like I want to have um like a book room instead of a TV room. Yeah. Like
0: like, like that used to be a TV. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and this cool. used to be a couch. Couches. And this used to be the living room, but I was like, no, I want to turn it into like my podcast studio and a library. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get a fancy little reading chair back there, but we'll see yeah. down the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, six, you're aiming for six or seven children? Mm-hmm. Six or seven?
1: Six or seven. It depends how much I, I follow the number things. Yeah. The six is cool. I've always thought it was a good number. Would
0: you want to have them like back to back? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Close in age, right? Yeah. Like yeah. my
1: sister and I were like a year apart. Okay. So we grew up together. We were in high school together. We would yeah. go to, you know, friends' houses together. And it was fun. And yeah. we could always relate on similar things. And then my brother, I'm super close with him and we're like four or three years apart. But it's close enough to just relate on life. Yeah. And, and I like the closeness because yeah. I don't want there to be like, oh, well, he's way older than me. I can't really relate with him. But it's like, yeah, we, we understand each other. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, just rather get it done, yeah. work out, and, you know, grow up together pretty much.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, do you have a, when you see parents, uh, say, in particular, not doing their job correctly, like when you see things that, like, say they're hating their child very violently in public, Mm. um Do you think, as somebody who's not a parent, are they allowed to give advice? Do you think? Yeah, no. You don't think so?
1: I don't think you can, because I sucks, always want, right. I sucks. always want to, but it's like yeah. I
0: always hold myself back because I was like, I don't think I'm allowed to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. or not even a critique.
1: Right. That's why it'd be better to just be an inspiration, and yeah. wait till people to ask you for advice. Um, yeah. but even like the painful one for me, which I'm sure you can relate to is when I see parents feed their kids like soda or something or candy or things like that. I'm like, mm, they don't, they don't, they're not even going to remember.
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: And I'm just like, oh, no. Now oh, that, that <laughs> breaks my heart. Yeah.
0: It's, I don't know. I don't, I don't like seeing that because your child is developing. Mm-hmm. Do you want them to develop with, you know, an upcoming disease? Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's like.
1: like There's kids' food, you know, fishies and gummy bears. I'm like, no, if you're not going to eat it yourself, then don't give it to your little baby.
0: Yeah. And also the ingredients. If you can't pronounce the ingredients, don't buy it.
1: Yes. You know, leave it alone. Oh, my gosh. I've been studying sucralose. Do you know what that is? I do not. Educate me. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) it's an artificial sweetener. Okay. And the irony is that it's in all these workout drinks, these pre-workout drinks. Oh, yeah. But it's actually an artificial sugar. I just found out it's in hot chocolate.
0: (sighs) You'd be surprised. Like, I I hate going to Costco. People would be like, oh, my God, let's get this. This is organic. Uh, look at the ingredients, my friend. <laughs> look at the ingredients. Yeah,
1: it, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, learn those things, but the words are too big. But I know the few to stay away from, yeah, right? The
0: like, oils, there's a lot of shitty oils as well, you know, yes. like uh, vegetable oil for one. Yeah. Um, palm oil. It's like there's so many, like, most protein bars have all those yeah. oils. And it's just like Soy. you're eating a Snickers bar pretty much, mm-hmm. you know? Like you, that's the thing people need just to like, I got my nutrition license, uh, for me purposely Mm -hmm. just to, so I can educate myself and like what I'm putting into my body, but also so I can pass it down to my family, to my children and they can pass it to their children. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's an everyday thing because science changes all the time. It's always evolving. So you have to just catch up with it. But also people started asking me questions, asking me for advice. Mm -hmm. And then I started to help people with it. So like I have a, uh, a woman right now who's uh three hundred pounds uh mm. she's wanted to lose weight, so she just reached out to me a couple of days ago and uh, I just wanted her schedule the whole time. I was like, "Hey, what do you do on a day to day basis? What's your work schedule like? Uh, what do you consume uh, do you get any exercise? But I left the last part, which is very important to me is in your environment.
3: Mm.
0: you know so say if you like you go move to a new house you're a very health healthy person. But the people around that you live with are not. Mm-hmm. There's alcohol everywhere. There's yeah. there's processed foods everywhere. There's just junk. Right. So it's like having a really bad environment could it give you that temptation to get off the wagon. Yes. So it's important that people are aware of their environment. You have to be. You have to make sure the people around you are involved with you and what you right. want to do and like make a big change. Yeah. If you want to keep it like longevity wise. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't
1: right and that's the thing about like especially parents when they're older and they're getting their health right like do it because your kids will do whatever you do yeah
0: they get to see that
1: yeah and then you're you know the mom just pulls out all these junk foods throws it away it's not there what are they going to eat whatever's there yeah
0: and like what i can't stand is um i get to see adults like grown adults that are uh, that have children they're seeing their kids play on the playground and stuff like that they can't go and play on the playground yeah, with them you
1: talked about that. Yeah. and that
0: drives me insane i'm just like man like i don't somebody asked me like oh why do you work out all the time i said uh so i can play with my grandkids mm-hmm. that's why yes i was like they're like you don't do it to like look good i was like i used to when i was younger but i was like now that's a cherry on top yeah. like looking good comes with it
1: i agree with that and i think that that mentality of working out like working out to look good it's like so temporary. If that's your goal, then just stop now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because then maybe you're like, eh, I look good right now. I'll be done. Yeah. But it's just like you're you are going to mentally feel the same as soon as your body's in shape. Like you're still going to have the same stuff going on in your head. Yeah. But it's like energetically for your health, yeah. for your gut. Yeah. And. For your future generation kids.
0: It, it all, it all leads up to the same thing. It's like, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Mm-hmm. It all comes up together, you know? And it's like, it doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, just like how we'll never figure out this life. It's like, that's why we have to be optimal every single day. Cause mm-hmm. if we don't, it's like, what's going to happen to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like COVID was a big wake up call to that. It's like a lot of people, um, who are unhealthy, were dying. Yep. And it's like, guys, that should be a wake-up call. Like, we should be taking care of ourselves. Like, right. building our immune systems and our metabolism. And it's like, that should be... It's it's common sense. I don't, I'm so curious on why people don't... Why do you think people avoid being healthy?
1: Well, I would say you don't count, but parents. Yeah. It's no one's really fault. Like, you do what you see. Yeah. And, And, like... Maybe there was something your parents did that made you start thinking about health. But you just pass on patterns. Yeah. And my parents were very healthy. I was destined to be healthy and into fitness. Yeah. Um, because it's what we see. But also think about what we, like we watch TV. And what what are the commercials? Fast food. Yeah. These new chips. These new candies. When do you hear someone say, boost your immunity by eating turmeric? Never. Never. When do you hear, oh, to prevent COVID nineteen, you need to drink green juice and take your supplements. Never. It's it's not our fault that we're products of our environment and that our environment's promoting things that kill us. Yeah. Um that's why I literally hope that you, you know, impact thousands and millions and everyone because you're promoting a very healthy, wholesome, holistic message.
0: And I don't like from my social media I purposely don't um I don't, I don't have the I don't have the intention to like let people know how to live. I just like, I'm just leading by example. Yeah. And it's like, if people catch on, they're like, why is this guy sleeping eight hours a day? Eight, eight eight hours plus. Why is he eating the way he eats? Like, why is he exercising the way he does? Like, why Mm -hmm. is he going long walks? Like, why is he always listening to podcasts? Why is he always reading? There's intention in everything that I do. Ask me. Yeah. Just ask me me questions, Mm -hmm. you know? And I do it. And that's why I'm so open to like when people, like come up with me with big old messages and stuff like that and like how to like um, just like evolve their health in a way I'm just like call me and I give them my number and I literally give them my time you know I, I'm at work and I'm like call me like I have all the time in the world mm-hmm. and whatever questions you have ask me I don't have all the answers but I may have some to help you you know
1: you're on a different level <laughs> no no
0: I'm not I'm just I've just uh I've educated myself to live optimally. And it's like, I want to promote that for everybody else. It's like my niece, she's five years old. She should not be consuming processed foods. Mm -hmm. Not at all. She's a developing child. Yeah. Um, My brothers. No, my mother. No, my sister. No, it's like, but the people around me too. yourself, Mm -hmm. I don't have to tell you anything (laughs) like, (laughs) but my friends and everything. I, I have friends who are struggling with their health as well. And it's like, man like if you don't make a change like you think you think living healthy is expensive try living in the hospital
1: yep that is so true That's, and they've done the math the pricing is so like it's small yeah
0: like take those keep taking those pharmaceutical pills it's not mm-hmm. gonna get you anywhere yeah you know those are those are symptoms i think uh pills help with symptoms yes. it doesn't really help with the core root. Yes. you know what you do on a day-to-day basis will help with the core root yeah. I've seen that I've seen too many examples of that being done but I agree with you saying parents like because your kids they get to see what you do but do you think school has a way of doing that as well because look at the cafeteria food
1: Oh yeah okay well actually oh my gosh you would have loved my high school we had like all organic food Jesus
0: Christ <laughs> who are you <laughs>
1: Yeah, my school had good food. Like they had a like a salad bar. Um, and they modeled off of Stanford's cafeteria, which is all organic. That is clean, insane.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I was never exposed to that. Um, I did missions for a season of my life and then I was like, you know, I'll eat whatever they give me and I had like a lot of pasta and heavy stuff and not a lot of veggies, <laughs> but you know what? I was good. My immune system was strong enough to yeah. fight whatever else, but you know, that's why people like you and I are homeschooling. Yeah. I don't want my kids eating Doritos, no, or gummy bears or sandwiches with, you know, eh, food I don't know. Yeah. Like food is supposed to be made with love and <sighs> intended to heal your body.
0: Not chemicals. Yeah, not in chemicals. a factory. Yeah. Like come on. But I'm I'm very interested in when people are just going to get that wake-up call. Yeah. Because eventually people do. Like my uncle recently went to the ICU this is kind of rude for me to say this out in public. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have, um, I didn't really have an ounce of, uh, sadness. Hmm. You know why? Cause I saw how he lived day to day. Yep. And I said, how am I supposed to take yourself? You like take you seriously when you don't take yourself seriously.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: And I was like, what you do daily. And I saw that for years. I was like, you don't, you don't care. Yeah. So how do you want me to react? You want me to be sad because you slowly destroyed yourself, but that's the thing—it's the lack of education. Right. You know, it's easy to go to fast food and it's very cheap. I don't blame them, but it's also very easy, and sometimes you got to get out of that easy because living in the hospital—living in the hospital—is just not the way to go. Oh
1: my god! It's crazy if you could hear
0: that. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are sorry. That was the outside. That was weird. It was like a plane inside. <laughs> but um but yeah i think it's uh i think as time catches on i think people are going to start schools in general they're going to start serving better food
1: well do you think that there's a reason why they only promote toxic food why the fast food restaurants never close
0: it makes a lot of money money it's money money is i mean it's like mcdonald's i hate to tell you this it ain't going anywhere which is crazy. Yeah. You know why? Look how much real estate they have. They own more they own more real estate than churches. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, McDonald's is everywhere. It is global. You can't you can't destroy that. I don't I don't know if fast food is going anywhere actually. It's easy, it's cheap. Um I th- I don't know. I think down the road that like, people when they just start educating themselves I'll be like, "Oh my god, this is not real meat." Oh my god, this is all fried. When oh was the my...
1: last time you had fast food?
0: <sighs> <laughs> Do you count in and out?
1: When was that? A couple of months. Oh dang. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, I rarely uh, will go out and yeah. eat. You know, like yeah. uh, I'll have a good burger. I mean, I like burgers. That's the thing. I have a relationship with food, and I think what people need to develop. You know, yes. people are like, oh, I'm on a strict diet. I can't eat pizza. Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like my friend over the week is just like, Oh, I'm on this new diet where I can't eat wheat. I can't eat dairy. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. And I'm like, and how long are you going to be on that? She's like, Oh, <laughs> until my, uh, my wedding. Yeah. I was like, Oh, so it's not really going to work because if it was really going to work, you would stay on it for the rest <laughs> of your life.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you just have this like food. is. It's just mean yeah. and, and terrible, and it's funny. Like I notice whenever I eat more junk food, it's yeah. usually when I am internally not in a good place with myself. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like fast food. I'll go to you know. I would never ever support McDonald's <laughs> unless I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And, oh my god. Yeah, so I got like an ice cream cause for some reason their saucers are so good. Oh, the milk flurries are the shit. Yeah. yeah. And, but I was like. And I was so like not confident and secure in myself. I was feeling insecure, low confidence, sad, angry, and then I'll support their terrible business. (laughs) But it's like, like if you really, you know, it's like respect yourself, honor your body, your temple, you know, you'll, you'll go through hard work to keep it strong and healthy. You'll buy maybe 10 cents more expensive food because it's clean. It's like a sense of security and yeah. self like you deserve clean food yeah no matter what the cost because think long term
0: yes and i don't think there's anything wrong with like saying you're you're a very optimal person i can tell mm-hmm. i don't think there's anything wrong with like oh i'm gonna have a burger today mm-hmm. you know what i mean as long as you have a relationship with food because yeah. people need to have that developed. it takes time though it yeah. took me a long time for it to like figure that out you know like or i'm not looking at food like oh i can't you know what you cook it with you know it's just like, it's like yeah i don't want to be that guy who's like that part of the family who's like oh i can't eat that because i don't yeah. know what you cooked it with you know what i mean it's just like whatever's there i'll eat it you know yeah. i don't care I'm, a, I'm i believe in my immune system i i built I believe it to be in my
1: immune system that's it
0: yeah oh like, we, should, we should start a brand
1: <laughs> yeah let's do it
0: dude that'd be sick honestly <laughs> oh my god yeah. Oh.
1: We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll later. talk about it, yeah. <laughs> New post coming soon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: oh my God, we're going to have to hire in a Lisa building. Who knows? <laughs> but um, what are the lessons that you would hope to teach your children when you have children? What is one thing that you would teach them that's so important?
1: I think the most important thing would be to love God. Okay. And, and whatever way that is, you know, because everyone has their different view of God. Yeah. But the messages of who he is doesn't change. And I would lead them to believe in Jesus Christ, sacrificial love, unconditional love, um, inconveniencing yourself for the better of others. Because if I give them the simple, like, believe in Jesus Christ died for you because he loved you, like, that's all I got to give them, then, then they'll live with this different kind of worth. They'll believe that they're worthy because someone died for them. Yeah. They'll believe that they are loved and they will believe that I can't let you disrespect me because I, I am loved. I can't let you dishonor me because I am loved. I will do my best and always try my hardest because I'm worthy of that because yeah. I was created with purpose. And and then hopefully the same things will apply in our other the other aspects of our life yeah. like health like this is my temple i will honor it by putting in good things and if i put in bad things it's okay i yeah. will eat healthy the next day yeah. or even with fitness you know nothing is supposed to always feel good yeah. like when you work out you you try to get to the point where you're dying yeah the irony there <sighs> but it's like all good things require discipline yeah i would teach them to work hard to be bold to always always be yourself and constantly discover the new meanings of who you are, you know? Yeah. Um, because, like, identity. Do you know who you are?
0: I do. That's oh. why it's very rare when, uh, like I said, I told a buddy of this to me, who struggles with depression and, and anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him, nobody can fuck with me physically or mentally.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, and I've been in situations where I was able to prove that people have tested my, tested my, tested my ego to try to get me out, to try to like make me obliged to like them fighting or altercations. And I was like, dude, you, you can't get to me. Yeah. You really can't. And like, you may call me, call me names. You may call me a bitch, you call me a pussy or all these things. It's like, dude, I I know who I am, dude. You can't, you can't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I can walk away with that because most, most men can't. Yeah. Like we men. We have a very, very big ego. I mean, everybody has egos, yes. but men in particular, if you I see, <laughs> you see, you see men in a bar, you'll see their egos come, come yeah. out real quick. Once they start drinking, yes. everybody wants to fight. Everybody wanna, wants to act like the alpha male. It's like, dude, that's not, that's not sexy. Mm-hmm. It looks, you look like a kid, you know, yeah. but that's the thing. When, if somebody were to give me a negative opinion or, um, say something very rude or say, dang, your podcast sucks or something. I'm just like, okay, well, I don't know who you are. And most of the time people don't know who they are. Right. So it's like, why do I have to react? Like that? I live by that. Like you can't fuck with me physically or mentally.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I built my body and I built my mind to be dangerous. Dang. That's it. So that's why. Yeah. I know who I am and it's, it's very different from other people though. It's like they, just because what, what works for me won't work for you. You know what I mean? Everybody's different. Everybody goes through their own path, but it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time to make you like, you feel confident in what you do and like the way you speak, the way you walk, the way, what you do, like it just oozes out of you, you know? Yeah. And people can spot bullshit and I've been a bullshitter. I have mm-hmm. for sure. I used to be that guy, but I had to be, I had to be that piece of shit to be this guy right now. You know, yeah. I had to be that guy and I'm glad I was that guy. Mm-hmm. I may have hurt a lot of people like friends and girlfriends and stuff like that, but you know what? I had to do that. I don't regret a damn thing. I'm glad that happened because now I'm unrecognizable and that's what you want to do. Like David Goggins talk about Be uncommon. You know, like who wants to be common? Yeah. <laughs> you are not common. Thank like you. at all. You're 20 <laughs> years old. We were talking about that off air again. Like it's wild. You're like wanting already starting a freaking company at 20 years old. Like, come on. Like my, my family buys your product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you brought me some product. Thank you so much. Uh, like I'm going to, I'm going to be shouting you out, and posting videos like Aww. all until Yay. like it's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I mean, it does take time for you to realize who you are. It does. And uh, it could take till you're 30, take 40, 50, but you'll get there. Everybody does. Like you may, like personally, do you know who you are right now?
1: I do. Good. I just feel like I'm developing new parts of myself.
0: Yeah. You learn new skills. You, you, you're not married to your ideas. You know what I mean? Like that's a thing too. People who just believe in one thing and one thing only. It's like, no, I'm a, you have to be an open book. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. Like, like
1: t- your whole, you know, you can't hurt me. I, you know, I'm mentally and physically strong. I'm like, ah, I'm mentally kind of weak right now. You know, like, if <laughs> you say something, I could cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and like, so, I, I've been in situations like that, and it makes sense. Yeah, you know? it's
1: like filtering out the parts of you that you don't want to keep. Like, I don't, I don't want to be prideful. Yeah. I don't want to be negative ever yeah. i want a bad thing to happen to me and be like it could be worse yeah Namaste to the world. All yeah. things happen for a reason <laughs> no you'd be you'd
0: be surprised when you're in that mindset where you're just like that like years ago if that would have happened to me if i got hit by a car and i just bought that car you know what i mean yeah. and it's like it got a big old dent now i gotta go get it fixed but it's like dude it could have been worse Yes, I could have been in the hospital and like broken arm, broken legs, broken back, but I didn't. I'm fine. I'm healthy. I'm doing a podcast with Hannah Lockson in the next day. <laughs> like, I
1: know. I was like, oh shoot, he's gonna be mad. No, <laughs> no,
0: come on. I don't bring that energy. If some, if I were to have say a bad day, I'm not gonna bring that energy onto somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's also dis. I mean, disturbing to me. It's uh,
1: kind of selfish. Very. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who do that though. Yeah. Okay. So. There is this thing that I've been kind of telling myself as like an affirmation and a mantra. Um, and it's like, stay connected to heart. Yeah. Stay in tune to heart. Um, like, be willing to open your heart to things and allow your heart to break for things and let it lead you to different hints of who you are and yeah. and, and a pathway to your destiny. Um, so for you, what is the things that light your heart, heart up? Apart from what I already know. Because what do you know? (laughs) I mean, I know what the world knows because I just met you today. Hi. (laughs) Like you, you, you want to help people live their most optimal life. You want to make these human beings machines that are just able to function under any pressure, whether it's physical or health related, just like our bodies, machines, make it the best kind. I know that that's what is your mission and your purpose and, and to inspire, to learn that life is full of adventure read go outside family kids yeah Uh, like that's a part of what you're passionate about and and family's a big one yeah but like that's something that i've been wanting to dive into is is like my heart it's like something that we kind of can cover up and make the back burner yeah but what are those things that literally make your heart glow
0: well back to what you said machines um I understand what you're trying to say. Like we we want to be like strong, like like a strong, like a machine. Yeah. Um, but we're still human. We still carry emotions. Yes. Like we could, I could still be sad. I could still be angry. I'm not saying that I, I can't feel those things. I'm a human being and I'm a Pisces. Apparently Pisces are sensitive little people, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> which I
0: mean, no lie. Like, like I'll watch a movie and I'll cry. I don't yeah. care. You know, like I'm that guy. I'm a, I'm a crier if I want to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not ashamed. Um, But yeah, I mean, those I still carry those emotions with me' they'll come there'll, there'll be a day where i I'll, I'll get angry just because i don't get angry all the time doesn't mean that it's faded away from my life mm-hmm. just because i don't get sad on a daily basis doesn't mean it'll come because it will there'll be a time where loss comes into my life and i I'll have to be mentally prepared for that mm-hmm. like this is a weird to say but i've uh, i know somebody dear to me um I'm not going to say the person's name but i don't want i don't want them to feel like they're being attacked um but i have mentally prepared myself for them to leave hmm. like to to die yeah like i've mentally put myself in that position like getting that phone call and what that's going to feel like what's my reaction going to be how am i going to react in the funeral am i going to be strong am i going to be am i going to lead by example of like how to be in the face of adversity like th- to my family because being strong for myself and being strong for my family is what really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now I'm the man of the house. I'm trying to lead. I'm trying every single day to lead by example of what a man is supposed to be. And I'm learning. I don't know. I don't know everything. That's why I started this podcast. To learn. Yeah, That is it. I have... I have, I had my big brothers on this podcast and I'm just picking the brains off them, you know, and it's a privilege to be able to do that because they are also family to me. Maybe not be blood, Mm -hmm. but I consider them my big brothers, you know, Yeah. like, yeah, we, we just, we carry those emotions with us. It's never going to fade. Yeah. We have to, and we have to embrace that being sad, being angry, um, being happy. Like you have to like welcome that. You know, you have to feel it like if you're sad, be sad, you know, at that moment, just make sure you're in control of your emotions. Mm. That's the problem when people aren't, if you're not in control, you're pretty much jumping off a cliff and you don't want that, Mm -hmm. but it's, I don't know, it's i I'm still figuring it out. I mean, I'm only 26, you know, I don't have all the answers, but that's the best part is having a platform like this to like be able to pick the brains off people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're like yourself. I'm learning so much from you and you're 20 years old. You're much younger than me, mm-hmm. but I could still learn so much from you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't mean num. age is just a number. I thought you were 28.
1: <laughs> I like that. 28. <laughs>
0: I don't know. 28, but that's what I just, I, I sensed in you mm. even from your Instagram. Your social media from where I knew you before I met you today
1: The hacked one or the new one?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously the one before But even like the one afterwards The way you speak The way you conduct yourself I was like Okay, she's obviously an adult Uh, She's obviously like on her journey to like start her own things Which I like I love when people put their ideas to work People are so scared to do that What about you? Talk about that for, for a second You had an idea of starting something were you scared nervous excited what was it
1: for what idea
0: like your company that you're that yes, you're wanting yeah
1: uh well business the idea of business or going after something has always been an exciting thing Good. i actually never felt like nervous about it because from the get-go i just got like love and support and that's why i love my my circle my support system like yeah. Um, I, my mom's birthday, you see the mm, mother's day or my mom's birthday. And so I learned about moss and I made some for her and I told her mom, it has 92 out of the 102 <laughs> minerals our body needs. You just take a scoop and add it to your smoothie. Yeah. Happy birthday. And she loved it. Yeah. And then my dad has always done this. He's like, whoa, Hannah, this is a really cool, you know, <laughs> if you do the math, blah, 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 you could really help a lot of people. And, and like, I'm always, like, hmm. Okay, and then I went to work the next day and I worked with my uncle and I told him about it. it has 92 out of the one hundred <laughs> minerals our body needs and he's like, okay, get me a jar. <laughs> and like my mom and my uncle Andy, they were like so hyping me up, the first two jars. Yeah. And then since then, it was just like going through the motions of everything else. Like let me yeah. think of a good name, yeah. you know? And that was more just like go for it and I think that maybe posting videos on my personal page, I was like, Oh, I'm being a little bit invasive with my business, yeah. but I'm like, this is me. I can't hide it. I no. might be a little bit expressive and and always doing something random, but yeah. like, this is me. Yeah, like, the purpose of social media is to express self. Yeah, and not conform. Um, but I think that's what makes us human beings unique. Yeah, like when you started your podcast, I was so excited. Like, I yeah. didn't know you, but I knew your brother. Yeah, and I was like, dang, this is someone who used to go to ant dogs. He's yeah. just like. Super healthy, lost fitness. This is so cool. I listened yeah. to your first one as soon as it came out.
0: Yeah, I know. I appreciate the support. Like, and you shouting it out, it's like... I It's crazy how, like, you get more support from strangers than you do from people that you actually yeah. know. Yeah. Which is strange. Yeah. Kind of strange. Very. Yeah. But... And it's funny because, like, this... This title seems like a comedy podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's it's true. What are we saying right now? We're literally talking at our ass. Yeah. We're not we're not we're not
0: doctors or lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> we're just normal people just talking. That's the whole point of this. Yeah, you know, like one of my buddies was like, "I don't want to come on." I was like, "Why not?" He's like, "Cause I'm not big yet, dude." That terrible. Yeah, I don't ever want to hear that again. Yeah, like you could come on here. Promote what you're working on. Talk about like your process of getting there. Mm -hmm. Like, and then that's documented. And then people as the years go by, people get to see what you have accomplished. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of my friends are scared to come on here and they're my age.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. Why am I going to tell strangers about my life? I'm like, are you free or not?
1: Right. A lot of people aren't. And (sighs) you know what? When you like the things that you have to do in order to be on a podcast, like all right, give me a short description of who you are. Yeah. Sorry, but that's a lot of pressure. Like, (laughs) I don't know who I am. Am I my career? Am I my like workout routine? Who Who am I? You know, it's like, like how many people can be asked that question and know how to answer? Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Hannah. I'm um having an identity crisis. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like
0: but look at that look what I'm just saying right now you're 20 years old and you are being honest with yourself you're being honest on a platform this is not the biggest podcast in the world uh, but it will one day yeah. you know what I mean but you are able to like speak freely that's how I know you know yourself thank you you know because a lot of people can't do that just mm-hmm. like you said before
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know it's it's awesome to see that like like I said earlier you had the world by the balls and I wish I could say it in a more polite I'm manner i never
1: gonna forget that <laughs> i'm sorry daniel told me i have the world on my balls so don't mess with me i know who i am
0: (laughs) oh my god but yeah it's it's um it's a weird thing when people don't are not free with themselves and that's scary Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because why would you want to be stuck in the mud yeah like why
1: what would you say to someone who is stuck in the mud
0: oh that's an that's an everyday thing i i try to help uh people around me all the time when i know that they're in those situations Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of friends who are like that and uh, I try to give them little tips I'm not trying to tell them to rearrange your whole life but little tips can help Um, but the problem is they're hearing they're not listening Mm -hmm. there's a difference Yeah, it's like with this podcast I'm not hearing you I'm listening to you Mm -hmm. you know we're like synced in you know it's like we have the headphones you can hear my voice I can hear your voice um a lot of people not a lot of people listen, and it shows mm-hmm. you know it's like i don't know it's 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 like almost like they have to want the change when people reach out to me and like asking for like health advice, they're wanting to change mm-hmm. and they're coming for me for advice for tips, for guidance, and I'm happy to do so, but it's hard to like go up to a friend. And just automatically, like, rush into them and bull rush them, like, hey, this is what you got to do. Like, I can't, I learned not to do that. Mm -hmm. But it sucks to see their health and their performance deteriorate. And I'm like, man, I'm visiting you, I'm visiting you at your house right now. I don't want to have to visit you in the goddamn hospital, let alone your funeral. Mm -hmm. Because, you may not think you're hurting yourself, but as time goes on, everything that you do daily will catch up to you. Yeah. What we do daily will increase or decrease our lifespan.
1: Yes. I agree with that.
0: So, I don't know, I, I, I can't really tell anybody, how to, I don't tell anybody how to live their life. Mm-hmm. But if they ask for help, for guidance, I'd be more than likely to help. Can't really tell you. Can't tell anybody how to live. You can't mm-hmm. like like you. You like, why are you going to tell me how to live? You know what I mean. Like Daniel, you shouldn't. You should stop reading one book a week. <laughs> why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> like I like doing that. You know what I mean. And I'm not going to. Why would I tell you? Hey, um, you shouldn't make your CMOS uh pink. You should make it blue. Why would I say okay, that?
1: I'll do it. Yeah. I can. <laughs> I'll find a way. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like,
0: yeah, totally. you, why? why it looks it sounds terrible to come off to people like that like why would i do that you know it's just no but especially
1: when people haven't became students yet yeah they're not like thank you for telling me it's like exactly Who do you think you are yeah you know and that's like come on this is just my heart and my passion that i'm sharing so yeah
0: what would your if you had a friend uh, that came up to you and they asked you like hey hannah like i need help with my health with my physical activity my sleep my environment it's like what would you the little steps that you would help them with
1: yeah i feel like it's hard for me to not be like i don't want to tell you how to live because i'm like all right well if you really want to make this change (laughs) well here's my protein shake recipe (laughs) um start going to bed at 11 uh read this book yeah you know but if they want it like i'll pour out my heart yeah I i think the most important one is finding out what you love yeah, because uh, I think when we're stuck, it's because we don't have purpose behind doing the hard things because we don't have purpose. Yeah. But if you realize that your favorite part of the day is doing yoga or or painting, then, you know, make a routine out of it. Make it part of your life every day. Make yeah. sure you're functioning and you're creative Yeah. somehow. And and we all have a creative part of ourselves. Mine might be making different recipes with Seamon's. Yeah. You know, um, and everyone's is different, but I would. I would really just say, like, find what makes your heart come alive, yeah. what makes you passionate about life, and then hit the gym. Make a smoothie routine because, for some reason, that just gets everything you need in you. Yeah. You're set for the day. And avoid sugar, processed carbs, and processed foods. Yeah. And then, like, you'll be learning. But the thing about health is it's a journey. You never stop learning. Oh, no. You know? And just have fun with it. Change your mind. Whoever taught you that working out was just to not be fat, oh, God. or eating healthies just because you have to, like the, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Like it becomes a hobby. And and that's what you want to share with someone. You yeah. know, learn something new and then you tell me. Yeah. But it's also just doing life together. Get around people, get around community. Don't isolate yourself. Like go to a gym so you can see people, go to a yeah. church so you can see people, hang out so you could hang out with people. Yeah um because it's the little things that keep us stuck in the mud yeah
0: and it's but it's also the little things that get us out yeah you know yeah it's just like all those things you said were like spot on Mm -hmm. you know and it's when you start to see things change man, it's everything around you changes as well. How you see people, your thoughts, like what you think, like how you talk, like it just all comes out and it shows, you know what I mean? It shows, Mm -hmm. it shows when you really, really are in sync with yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing when you're, you may have not, maybe have found it, but when you're in the process of doing it, like I have a buddy of mine who's um, overweight, but he's like saying, I'm scared to go into the gym because I don't want people to laugh at me. And I said, dude, if I saw you in the gym, I would clap at you. Yeah, that's you know inspiring. How, you know how motivating that is? Mm-hmm. Like when I see somebody trying to change their life, that is probably the sexiest thing, one of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I was driving to work one time and this this older woman, you can tell that she wasn't the healthiest, but she's trying.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all you can do is try. Yeah. And it's like she may not know her routine yet, but she's still taking that first couple steps. It's like, we don't, we all, we're all trying to figure out our blueprint. You know what I mean? And that shit takes time, but it's like, it'll get there. You know, Hannah, my last question
1: already. Okay. Wait, I have two questions for you. Cause I was thinking about them for a while. And I was like, (laughs) they will fit in right here. Um, yeah. Okay. So my first question, Gosh, I hope I can remember the second one. Take your time. Okay. So for your, like your routine, your health routine, um, these are very practical because I want to apply them to my life tomorrow. And it's pretty much like, how did you get to the point of implementing like such a consistent routine? Because you say, oh, I love waking up at 4 a.m. But like, I don't, but I want to, and I want to develop my routine. But as you said, it's the little things I could change. And as a student of life, like, I genuinely want to know, what is it that got you there?
0: I applaud you for being a student, by the way, and Thanks. and asking that question. It's a really great question. Um, you said you go to sleep at what, 11 o'clock?
1: Uh, it changes. Okay. So 11, 12.
0: So you said you want to uh, specifically wake up a little bit earlier. Um, what I would implement is something I do every single night. My bedtime is at 7 p.m. every day.
1: What? What? <laughs> Oh my God.
0: It does change when I'm out with family, when I'm out with friends, but when I'm by myself, like, like I say, when I'm here most of the time, which is all week, my bedtime is 7 PM. When I'm usually with my family, we watch a movie here and there. And like, if we stay up, we're watching UFC fights. Uh, But if we're not, I'll go to bed at 8 PM. So it fluctuates, but it stays consistent. Okay. So I'm aware I'm actually mentally preparing myself. It's like, Oh, I'm going to stay up a little later this night. So sleep in a little bit more the next day. That way you get your seven plus hours of sleep every day. Hmm. So creating a good sleep routine is a, is a good thing because a lot of people are struggling with sleep. Um, but like I purposely painted my room black. Wow. For that reason to sleep 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 better. It's my sleep space. Mm -hmm. Like your room, your room is, has the, is the only intention they say is for sex and for sleep. That's it. If you're, you should not be in your room other than that, which is interesting because yeah. I have my desk in there too. <laughs> so, yeah. but I like to have multiple work areas, you know? Uh, but yeah, create a good sleep schedule, but mm-hmm. also while you sleep, put your phone away. Mm-hmm. Do not put that bright blue light in your face. Mm-hmm. Cause it alerts your, it alerts your eyes like, Oh, it's still daytime. Like we're still, we're still here. That's a hard one. Yeah, it is. But that is hard to implement. Like and if you are going to be on your phone, make sure it's, uh, there's intention behind it. Like me, I use social media for informational purposes only things that I'm going to learn from people who are just simply better.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like all the stuff that I repost from people is like people that I study people that I look at people that I'm just like plod that are inspirational. I'm just like, man, like I, and I implement that into my day to day. Cause like I said, I'm still learning, yeah. you know, um, and, uh, when I wake up, I wake up at four, I work out for an hour. As soon as I work out, I eat breakfast. And then after breakfast, I go to work two hours before my shift so I can read. Wow! So I sit in the parking lot, <laughs> I sit in the parking lot and I read for two hours before work. Jeez! And then while I'm at work, I'm at work. They have my full attention. I'm there to do my job. I'm not there to mess around. Um, and then after I do my work, I do more studies. When I'm at work too, I'm also studying and doing little things as well, mm-hmm. um, taking care of clients and messaging them, emailing them, calling them. Uh, then when I get back home, it's back to the studying. It's got it's back to the the process of like educating myself, even even as with uh, the business too, uh, because I also am building things mm-hmm. like on the side that that I haven't like introduced yet. This is an appetizer of what I'm doing.
3: Mm, You know, no, like
0: this podcast is an appetizer. Oh, okay. So there's still more things coming along. You know, this is just something small. Yeah. The big things are not even here yet, which is like I what I can't wait for. Mm -hmm. I kind of said something to you off air. Uh, Not willing to share out loud yet uh, because I like to keep things. uh, I don't know. I like the whole process of like shutting up. And just getting things done, yeah. not talking about it that much, and just like, you know, let the results speak for themselves. Because mm-hmm. I said I wanted to do a podcast, but I wanted to buy the name first. That's my name. That's trademarked. I love it. So nobody can take Was that. Is it
1: with the stars or, or the S's?
0: Uh, the stars. I, I mean, I didn't want to be that inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. As I look at the logo. <laughs>
0: but it took a long time for me to build a routine, and I'm trying to help my buddy who's living with me right now to build his routine because he spent so many years destroying himself. His body, alcohol, cigarettes, yeah. processed food, no exercise. And it's like he's getting his whole world flipped upside down. And this morning we were working out together before work. Mm-hmm. Today he, he went to work. He's doing a 12-hour shift, and he worked out with me. Wow. So I'm like, he's like, man, I don't feel good. Like, like I was like, well, what are you eating? I was like, you're not eating enough is your issue. You know, like, dude, you're, you're eating a snack. Mm-hmm. Like eat food. Just eat real food. You know, um, yeah, routine takes time, mm-hmm. but I found it at a because I'm by myself. I don't have a girl, I don't have kids. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. All, I, all my focus is on me. I put myself first, I pay myself first. It sounds very selfish, but it's it's me right now. Because if I'm not 100%, like I said, I can't give anybody else 100%. That's facts. I'll argue with that anybody, even with parents. When I have children, I come first before my children. I come first before my wife. How am I gonna? How am I gonna give them my full attention when I'm fifty percent? That makes no sense. Right, I could agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. I have to be completely optimal. Make sure I'm fully rested. I'm getting the nutrients in my body. I'm getting exercise. I'm getting movement, meditation, my environment. Like all that has to be aligned. And if it's not aligned, I'm not myself. I'm really not. But what? If I were to be stressed, is it's to be unproductive. That's where my stress comes from. <laughs> but I'm never, not productive. I you know? can see that. I'm always on it. But yeah, that's yeah. My 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 schedule is very strict and it's very time wise. Yeah,
1: that's really cool.
0: Yeah, like I so, said, like I have a podcast right after this, so I I gave like a gap. Like we're gonna end like around one ish she's gonna come around two-ish and she's an old friend from elementary school that I haven't seen in years and I can't wait to catch up. You know what Dang, I mean? So it's, really cool. it's cool having this and like just to be able to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you have a great routine. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> it's not, go to bed at 7 p.m. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: It'll develop. I mean, that's if you want to wake up early in the morning, but yeah. I just make sure I get, if as long as you're getting seven plus hours of sleep every day, like I would recommend this book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Okay. That book will scare the shit out of you. <laughs> like, literally. Well, I can't believe that was on my shelf for years. And I was like, why am I barely reading this now? Everybody should read that book.
1: Why We Sleep.
0: Yeah. By Matthew Walker. All right. You could take a picture of it when on the shelf. Okay. But was that your only question? I guess you said. My
1: other one was another totally practical one. But yeah. I, I love reading, I yes. read a lot. But when it comes to those big books, I'm so goal oriented when I read, that's the problem. Like I want to finish it by this time. Yeah. So when it comes to the big ones, I'm like, eh, no. Yeah. Um, So what's the secret to actually finishing those big books and mentally not being discouraged with how long they are.
0: It's like a workout. The beginning is always like, tough like the warm-up is always like oh we're it's introducing your body to it it's kind of like a book when you first open it you're introducing yourself to the pages to the to the story to what the person is saying their philosophy and um it's like a movie too like you're not gonna you're not gonna start a movie a really good movie and just end it you know what i mean
1: you're smiling so big like blushing <laughs> talking about your reading
0: yeah i know i'm, I'm in love <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah, it's like a it's like a good movie. You just can't stop. Mm-hmm. Like I, for me personally, once I start something, especially a book, I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, this is kind of disturbing to say. If I just had, if there was nobody in the world and it was just me and my books, I'd probably be the happiest man alive. Wow. But I need people. Oh, okay. but I'm not saying I'm not saying I want to be alone, but I'm saying I could live off just with my books, which is weird. You know, yeah. like if we had a total meteor hit the world, everybody died except me. And I just had books. I'd be like, Oh, I'm happy.
1: I can do it. Yeah. Like I, I can do I can do
0: this, <laughs> but that's, yeah. I mean, don't get discouraged. Like it's, it's, it's uh it's better. It's better when you're, when you see a big book and you're just like, what does this person have to offer in this big textbook Mm -hmm. in this thick 500, 700 page book? What do they have to offer? What are they bringing to the table? That's what I look at, Mm -hmm. you know, but I also do my research when, before I buy books, I listen to podcasts about the authors. Um, I read articles. I look at their, their work, what they do behind what they've done in their, their history. And when it's like, Oh my God, like I'm, very interested in learning from this person boom purchase you know i'm very very big on everything just psychology philosophy history you know investing personal finance health nutrition it's like i'm just an open book i'm just a like a freak almost you know what i mean it's just like i love to learn when i when i didn't used to in the past Mm -hmm. you know that's i don't regret that either but i wish i was open-minded back then but i wasn't yeah, don't get discouraged. Be, yeah. be happy when you see a big book. Like, I
1: have one by Jordan Peterson, and I really want to read it. It's just so
0: big. What is it called?
1: It's, it's the Jordan Peterson book.
0: He has three books. The Maps of Meaning is probably his biggest. Uh, Twelve Rules for Life that is one. his second. Okay, that's his second book. And then he just came out with another book in March, Twelve More Rules for Life. I have both of those. Well, I gave one of them to one of my friends on a podcast i gave it to him like mid i was like hey bro i want to give you a gift it's because it was his birthday uh, i know awesome. and i was like oh, i to go read buy that book <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes right. but yeah that's uh that's probably like a 312 page book that's i would say so big for me yeah i mean
1: actually it's not that big but i want to read that
0: one yeah i would highly recommend it and his podcast is amazing i'd mm, recommend I you him. live oh gosh I, I can't wait to meet him one day mm-hmm. i definitely will Pay a pretty penny to meet him.
1: <laughs> I know you'll meet him. That's true.
0: So uh, now I'll get to you real quick. So my last question to you is, what is the greatest lesson that you have learned in your 20 years of life?
1: In my 20 years of life, oh, I've been alive for 20 years. You've only been been 20 for one year. Yeah. We'll see. Your
0: whole developing life, like all, like one of the biggest lessons that you have learned that you will continue to live by on your day to day basis.
1: I think that it would be never take advantage of what you have. The good, the bad, the bad always comes in handy. Yeah. Like the lessons you learn, the stories you get to tell one day like helping people where you've been in that same painful situation, helping them get out of it. Like don't take that advantage. Don't take advantage of that. Yeah. And then the good things like, you know, your family, your aunties, your uncles, your friends, like don't take them for granted. Yeah. Tell them you're grateful for them. Tell them you love them. And then lastly, always stay connected to your heart. And I'm actually learning that this month. Just whatever your heart burns for use that as a hint to your destiny yeah. and and don't let things build walls around your heart it's such a special and sacred thing like what you love what makes you come alive inside yeah. follow that they are hints yeah. don't let the world dim your light follow your heart yeah because it doesn't lie to you
0: yeah i love that hannah is there anything you want to say on our last comments to this podcast
1: this is like the big question <laughs> well, um let's see for anyone listening I'll tell them that I love them. I love you. And that find the good in life because we are blessed. We are in a great day of time because we are alive. And and do what you can to be the better version of yourself. Keep learning. Be a student of life. And strengthen your immune system. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Brad coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hannah... Uh, Meeting you the, today was actually the first day I met you. I knew yes. of you from social media. We were following each other, and I knew of you because we were consuming your product. Your product is actually very, very phenomenal. I am not just saying that because you are here. Me and my family wow. have been consuming it for quite a while now. So keep it up. We will continue to be consumers of your product and promoting it as so much, much as possible. Okay. Um, I am very, very impressed with you. Thank like you. seriously, at a twenty years of twenty years of age, it's very 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 impressive of what you're doing and what you're going to do so whatever you got going on and everything you are going to be very very highly highly successful wow just keep doing what you're doing okay okay thank you so be much. uncommon yes. you know and you know exactly how to do that
2: <laughs> i do <laughs> anna
0: thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you so much ladies and gentlemen we are out of here peace